Kale Clark here. Thanks for listening to my podcast. Check out Charity Mobile and prayerfully consider making them your wireless carrier. Mention offer code relevant radio and get a free phone. Don't delay. CharityMobile.com. That's CharityMobile.com. Fascinating facts, candid conversations, and some levity to lighten your day. This is The Kale Clark Show on Relevant Radio. A magnificent Monday to you. It's The Kale Clark Show. So good to be talking to you. And you can talk to me by calling this number, 888 914-9149-888-914-9149. You can also email the program, as always. The address is kale, C-A-L-E, at relevantradio.com. And you can follow me on Twitter at Kale Clark, C-A-L-E, Clark with an E. And if you do follow me on Twitter, you saw a cool graphic that our own John Hanready put up uh, on our accounts, on the Relevant Radio account. Three things, three things. We like to do things in threes, of course in the Catholic Church. And there are three things that you should definitely ask St. Joseph for today, because today is his feast day. Now, it is March the 19th, but it was commuted to today because of the fact that the 19th was yesterday, of course, fell on a Sunday. So Sunday supersedes everything in the Catholic Church. So it got bumped to today. And that is good for us because we can talk about it on this show, 888-914-9149. How have you received favors, answers to prayers through the intercession of St. Joseph. I would love to hear from you, love to hear some of your stories, 888 What are you trusting him with now for the future? Maybe you haven't received the answer yet, but you're trusting him with it. Call in, 888-914-9149. He's such a, an important saint, and I, I don't think we utilize his intercession, his intercession as much as we should. He's the patron of the Universal Church, and of course, he's, we call him the head of relevant radio here. He's really the big boss. You know, Father Rocky's our boss, of course. He's the CEO. But really, even he would say St. Joseph is truly running the show. And we, we implore his intercession for a lot of things. And he has gotten us out of many a jam over the years. And so I read a really cool uh, post on, on today's feast day by Scott Smith. And he talked about some ways that we can ask for the intercession of St. Joseph. And somebody who really popularized devotion to St. Joseph in the church was, of course, St. Teresa of Avila. And she was just so brilliant in so many ways, of course, the interior castle and all that stuff. But she loved St. Joseph, and she spread devotion to him wherever she could, whenever she could. And here's a a couple of quotes that he gave from St. Teresa of Avila about St. Joseph. And these are great, great promises. And I trust the promises of St. Teresa of Avila. Of course, she's a canonized saint. I think she knows what she's talking about. One of, the, one of the other things that she said was that if somebody prays for 15 minutes a day, I'm, I'm assuming she's referring to mental prayer, this conversational prayer with God. If somebody prays for 15 minutes a day, and I'm not saying that's that's the target here. We should probably try to do a little more than that if we can, of course. But if you pray for 15 minutes a day, she said, I don't think that a, that soul would ever be lost for all eternity. So that's a pretty good promise. That's a pretty good promise, and, and it does seem to make sense. If you're in touch with our Lord for at least 15 minutes a day, and you're doing it sincerely, that, you've, you're probably going to be on the right track, or at least close to it. But here's what she said about St. Joseph, and here's a quote. She said, I have never known anyone, anyone, who honored St. Joseph by particular services who did not advance greatly in virtue, for he helps in a special way 
those souls who recommend themselves to him. End of quote. I'm going to read that again in case you didn't get it. This is St. Teresa of Avila on St. Joseph. She said, I have never known anyone who honored St. Joseph by particular services. And of course, she means by that devotions to St. Joseph who did not advance greatly in virtue, for he helps in a special way those souls who recommend themselves to him. Now, here's what's really interesting about this. What does the name Joseph actually mean? And you talk about increase in virtues. This makes a lot of sense, because if you go to the Old Covenant, of course, there was the Joseph of the Old Testament. And we'll talk about him a little bit, too, because in so many ways, he is a type. He is a sneak preview of the Joseph in the New Covenant. And of course, one of the great things about Catholic theology is we buy into something called typology, which is a fancy word. It's kind of a $5 word, but it basically means that God uses real people, real places, real events, real things in the Old Covenant to foreshadow even greater things, people, and events in the New Covenant, such as, for example, Jesus is the new Adam. We hear about this. Mary is the new Eve. Uh, There's so many things that we could say. Jesus is a new Moses. We're talking a lot about Moses on the Faith Explained show every day on 12, at 12.30 p.m. Central on Relevant Radio. We're going through Exodus right now, hearing a lot about Moses. And Matthew's Gospel really points out that Jesus is a much greater Moses. He is, of course, God in the flesh. But the Old Testament Joseph really, in some ways, previews the role of the New Covenant Joseph. And Rachel, of course, who was his mother, of course, there was... Uh, Jacob, who became Israel, he really loved Rachel. He had another wife named Leah. That's another story for another day. Uh, We dealt with all of this, by the way, on the Genesis series on The Faith Explained. So you can go to the Relevant Radio archives, relevantradio.com. Just go to our shows, find The Faith Explained. The Genesis series should be there. Hopefully it's still there. And we went through this in some detail. And Rachel, she wanted to, quote unquote, increase the number of her children. And that's, that's why the name Joseph means increase. And he can also increase our virtues, as Scott Smith says. So we really should ask him for that. Far greater than any material favor that he could provide for us. We do have real needs, and God knows these things. He knows that we need food, clothing, shelter. And of course, St. Joseph has something really special to say about that, too. We'll get to that in a bit. But what we, what we need most of all is holiness. What we need most of all is sanctity. What we need most of all is to become like his son, Jesus Christ. And Joseph was a real father to Jesus. Of course, God was the father, of course, of our Lord, but he was a foster father, but nonetheless, a true father. And there's so many things that we can imagine that Jesus picked up on from St. Joseph, Uh, the way that he spoke, uh, the way that he broke bread at table. Uh, He probably did it like his father, like St. Joseph. Some of the parables they may have told, agricultural parables, things that they saw walking around doing work. So many teachings of Jesus have to do with the world of work. And of course, Jesus in all likelihood was an apprentice to Joseph, who was a tecton. That's the Greek word that's used in the New Testament to talk about his profession. It's more than just simply being a carpenter. It kind of has connotations of being an engineer, an architect, all in one. So this is this is pretty, he was a, a pretty accomplished professional who could do a lot of different things. And so well, we can talk about that later if you, if you want some more evidence on that. But here's another thing that St. Teresa of Avila said about devotion to St. Joseph, and this should be really encouraging to us. She said, quote, Would that I could persuade all people 
to be devout to this glorious saint, for I know by long experience the blessings that he can obtain for us from God. This is so important. So St. Joseph is a, an intercessor par excellence. In the letter of James in the New Testament, it says that the prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. And sometimes when I talk to uh, non-Catholic Christian friends, this comes up a lot. It's a pretty stock question that we get. Why do you use the intercession of the saints? Why not just go straight to Christ? Well, most people ask others, most Christians ask others to pray for them, and they pray in turn for their friends, their family, their loved ones, for the world, for anybody. Why would you ask your friend who's a sinner like you to pray for you? Now, you should ask this person, of course, but when we could have, as Scripture says, the souls of the just made perfect, the saints who have gone before, they're in the presence of God, we, they are closer to God than we are, <laughs> by far. They're more alive than we are because they're in heaven with God. And why not ask them to pray for us? They, they, that's what they're doing. They, they love to do this. Why not give it a shot? You can only win. And so she says, I wish I could persuade all people, St. Teresa of Avila said, to be devout to this glorious St. Joseph, for I know by long experience what blessings he can obtain for us from God. Now, in particular, of course, it being the feast day of St. Joseph. Here's what she says about this. She says, quote, It is now very many years since I began asking St. Joseph for something on his feast day, and I have always received it. Did you catch that? She says, I have always received it. Not once was her prayer not answered. So think about that. So for many years, she had this tradition of asking St. Joseph, for something on his feast day, and she says, I always received it. If the petition was in any way amiss, he rectified it for my greater good. So this is an important thing to say because all prayers are answered, right? Uh, when we ask the saints to intercede for us, all those prayers get answered too. The answer is either yes, no, or maybe wait. Maybe there's something better for you. So she said, hey, if I was praying for something and it wasn't in accord with the will of God necessarily, maybe it was a little bit selfish, maybe it was a little bit off track. If my petition was in any way amiss, St. Joseph rectified it for my greater good through his intercession. And we don't always know what's good for us. The things that we think are good for us oftentimes would be very devastating for us were we to actually receive a yes to those prayers. And God knows this. God knows this, and St. Joseph is looking out for us, just as he looked out for, of course, the Holy Family, Our Lady, and the Infant Christ. He protected them, and he wants to protect you as well. So this is an incredible promise from St. Teresa of Avila that she always received an answer. So if you're looking for an answer right now, and I know that a lot of you guys are, are going through stuff right now, and I'd like to know, what are you trusting St. Joseph with today? 888-914-9149 is the number to call, and... How have you received, as St. Teresa of Avila had, how have you received answers? Because he always comes through. How have you received answers to your prayers through the intercession of St. Joseph? Call me. I'd love to hear about it. 888 You're listening to The Kale Clark Show on Relevant Radio. Here's what we're going to do right now. We're going to take a quick, quick break right now on the show, but we'll be back with your phone calls. And I'm going to give you, in case you were looking for ideas, I'm going to give you three things that you can do and that you should do 
on this day, the Feast of St. Joseph. All right, we'll be right back. 888-914-9149. Hi, this is Kale Clark. Thanks for listening to my podcast. Check out Charity Mobile and prayerfully consider making them your wireless carrier. They're a pro-life phone company and 5% of your monthly plan price goes to Relevant Radio or another pro-life charity of your choice. For a limited time, new customers who mention offer code Relevant Radio get a free phone with free activation and free shipping. Don't delay. CharityMobile.com. That's CharityMobile.com. Helping you keep your mind off traffic and on the more important things in life. It's Kale Clark on Relevant Radio. Hey, welcome back to the program. 888-914-9149 is the number to call toll-free to talk to me on this Feast of St. Joseph. And hey, I asked you a couple questions. How has St. Joseph come through for you in the past? Has he really come through with it with an answer to prayer? If you asked him to intercede for you, love to hear about it, 888-914-9149, or maybe something that you're trusting him for today or for the future, uh, I'd like to pray with you. And uh, and certainly, uh, if you'd let me know, I'll add that to my prayer intentions, 888-914-9149. Special shout-out, by the way, got to give a shout-out to Greg Farnham, the Vice President of Player Health and Head Athletic Trainer of the Minnesota Timberwolves. Met up with Greg on Saturday night in Toronto. The T-Wolves are playing the Raptors. Of course, the Toronto Raptors, the official basketball club of the Kale Clark Show. Uh, I might have to change that to the Timberwolves, though, because uh, Greg treated me to the game. I got to meet him. He's a big, big fan of the show and of Relevant Radio in general. And uh, that was a great time. And uh, if you're listening, Greg, God bless you. Certainly praying for you. 888-914-9149. Well, of course, it is Monday, and as your calls are coming in, also want to share with you something that producer Jim Shaper has been putting together, working hard at it. In case you missed anything last week, well, first of all, we got you covered. You can always catch the podcasts of all the episodes of the show and of the Faith Explained and everything else on Relevant Radio. Of course, through our Relevant Radio app, I encourage you guys to download the mobile app. But we got a little teaser for you here if you want to do that. It is the week that was on The Kale Clark Show. Check it out. What did you do today? I got up and came to work. There's a show. That's a show. <laughs> How is that a show? Well, uh, maybe, maybe something happens to you on the way to work. No, 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 nothing happens. This is one of the things that Uche Anazor says in his article, is that the show really wasn't about nothing. It was per se, but it was actually a show about insignificant things. And it normalized indifference towards the big things, the things that really matter in life. Marriage family, religion, social things that were happening. It was all about a fixation on the minutia of daily life, getting a good parking spot, uh, how annoying close talkers can be. It was all about little things that that really aren't that important. Let's go to the phones right now. Patricia is on the line from Garland, Texas. Hi, Patricia. Good to talk it's to you. Wonderful to talk with you. Love your programs. There was a recommendation about getting rid of the hiccups. Yeah. And I tried it, taking breaths through your nose three times and holding it for a little bit and then letting go, and it worked. Yeah, we were looking at 
Uh, the recommendation from Dr. Andrew Huberman, and he says, this is how you get rid of hiccups. I gave it to you guys. I said, let me know if it works, and your mileage may vary, but obviously it does work. I promised I would share with you the top 10 key Bible verses that you need to know about overcoming the evil one. 1 John, the first letter of John, chapter 3. He says this, Little children, let no one deceive you. Whoever practices righteousness is righteous, as he is righteous. Talking about God, talking about Christ. Whoever makes a practice of sinning is of the devil, for the devil has been sinning from the beginning. The reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the works of the devil. No one born of God makes a practice of sinning, for God's seed abides in him, and he cannot keep on sinning because he has been born of God. He's been born of God. But, but by this, it is evident who are the children of God and who are the children of the devil. Whoever does not practice righteousness is not of God, nor is the one who does not love his brother. So I, I encourage you guys to read the letters of John. They're pretty short. That could be something to project for Lent. We're going to hear from Father Rob Hagen. I did an interview with him not long ago. He's the chaplain of the Villanova University Wildcats. A lot of people wish they could be on the NCAA stage, playing in the Final Four. I think you've probably seen up close that only God can satisfy. I think we all have friends. Maybe we have some friends who are uber successful. You know, I, I, I can think of a couple in the back of my mind who really have just um, a lot of what the world would, would deem, you know, in terms of, of wealth and resources. And they still have problems. They still want their children to be safe and well. They still have, you know, addiction that runs in their family. They still have things that they have to overcome. You, you look at any coach who, 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 who's won at the highest level, and they'll tell you it doesn't mean anything unless you have someone to share it with. One night in a vision, a man brought Patrick thousands of letters, and he opened one of those letters in his dream, and he read the first line that said, The Voice of the Irish. And then he, he heard them as if one voice, the people of the woods, the people of the western seas calling to him, we implore you, O holy boy, to come here and be with us. And so he said, I'll do it. I will go back to Ireland. But he didn't go back for decades later, many decades. Why? Well, because when he was captured, he, he, he really wasn't educated at that point. He was only 16 years old. He had to essentially enter into studies for the priesthood. And then he not only was ordained as a priest, he eventually was ordained as a bishop. And that was kind of what he needed to go there as an official ecclesial representative of the church to get the church going in Ireland. All right, well, a belated happy St. Patrick's Day to all of you. Today is the Feast of St. Joseph. I want to thank producer Jim Shaper for putting together the week that was on the Kale Clark Show. Yeah, God kind of Throws us these little, you know, little sweet treats during uh, Lent. And, and even though we're in the midst of our Lenten penances, it is great to have a couple feast days thrown in for good measure. And uh, I, I just really, really appreciated all of you guys last week and all the great calls that we had, all the great shows that we had on the Kale Clark Show. And if you want to call in right now, the number is 888-914-9149. If you want to tell me about what St. Joseph has done in your life, what you're trusting him for today... Let's go to the phones right now. Let's go to Aris. Uh, I, 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 I'm sorry. Is it Araceli? Ar Ar Araceli. Araceli in Far, Texas. Hi, Araceli. I hope I didn't uh, mispronounce your name too badly. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not that at all. 
Um, now, I was uh, wanting, I was sharing with your call taker that um, when my mother was passing away, um, we have family members that live out of state, mm. and um, the doctor had told us that uh, we needed to call people uh, to come and visit her because they couldn't do anything else for her. And so we called people right away, and immediately I started praying to St. Joseph, asking him to please help my mother have a beautiful death. I wanted us to be able to be praying by her bedside as she passed, and um, she held on until everybody was able to make it. And when she finally passed, she had spoken to everybody that she needed to speak to, and... um, we were able to all talk to her and, and let her know we're going to be okay. And um, all of us, including um, my sister who lives out of state and cousins um, that were very close to her, were all there by her bedside praying the rosary and oh, wow. um, chaplet of divine mercy as she passed. Yeah, that's and, beautiful. Um, that's a great grace. That's a great grace through the intercession of St. Joseph. Obviously, he is the patron of a happy death, as we know. Uh, it's not in the scriptures anywhere, but uh, tradition holds that uh, St. Joseph, of course, um, in all likelihood, he did pass away before Jesus began his public ministry. He's not mentioned anywhere, he's not seen anywhere uh, during Jesus' public ministry in the Gospels, and in all likelihood, he had passed away, and of course, in all likelihood, he also would have been uh, there with Our Lady, uh, and of course, Our Lord at his bedside, interceding for him, praying for him, and Wow, yeah, that's 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 what we need, right? And and we need that that final perseverance. And so, I'm so glad that that your mom was able to be surrounded by your family and surrounded by love in her last moments. And, and may she rest in peace. And uh, that's a beautiful thing that um, that through the intercession of Saint Joseph, everybody was able to to get there in time. Thank you so much for calling, triple eight nine one four nine one four nine. Scale Clark Show on Relevant Radio. And, and I, I want to go back to. Um, this little piece by Scott Smith on some things that we can do on St. Joseph's Feast Day. Three things in particular. And aside from uh, your calls coming in, how you're going to ask St. Joseph to pray for you, here, here are the three things that we can do. Number one, ask for his intercession today. That's That should be pretty obvious. But, but what in particular should we ask for? Remember what St. Teresa of Avila said, and we quoted her a little while ago, that Whenever she asked him for something on his feast day, she always got it. And if she didn't get exactly what she was asking for, she got something better. She, she said, if my petition was in any way amiss or off track, he rectified it for my greater good. Well, a lot of saints have a specialty, one might say. Think about St. Anthony. People ask for his intercession for lost items. I know I use them on the golf course all the time, and I actually usually do find my golf ball, which is... Uh, uh, a grace because they're they're not cheap, that's for sure. But uh, it, and it's too bad in a certain sense for Saint Anthony because I'm sure he's happy to to intercede. But he's really so great at praying for lost souls, and that's that's really what we should be leaning on his help for. <laughs> he's been uh, relegated to finding people's keys, but I uh, use him for so much more. But when it comes to Saint Joseph, there are a few things that he's kind of known for. For example, and this this makes sense: helping people find work helping people find a job because 
There's even a, fe- a special feast day, which is coming up on May 1st for St. Joseph the Worker. Now, he's known, of course, as that worker, and he can help us to find work and to be better in our work and to glorify God in our work for sure. And also, people use him to find homes and find proper shelter and even sell their homes. There's a tradition, and some people think that's maybe a little bit superstitious. Nothing wrong with asking for his intercession, but in terms of selling your house, uh, I don't know. I don't know who started this or how this got going, but this idea of putting a statue of Saint Joseph, burying it in your yard, will help you to sell your home. That's what people say. Now, some people say just 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 ask for his intercession. That might be a superstitious uh, move to bury the statue, but. People will argue about that. They'll, they'll, they'll argue about that till the cows come home. 888-914-9149. I will say that St. Joseph did help me one time to sell my house in one day. So that was, you know, I, I'm a believer in that. I'm a total believer in that. And so people pray for him for that. Obviously, he helped to protect the Holy Family and provide a home and a shelter for them, especially as they had to escape the terror of Herod the Great and, and escape into Egypt and not knowing anybody, not really knowing what to do. But God helped him, of course. But really, you can ask St. Joseph for anything that you might imagine. Anything that you might imagine. And again, this is where the typology of the Old Testament really comes in, too. Back in the book of Genesis, in chapter 41, it talks about the Old Covenant Joseph, who, of course, was in prison. All these terrible things happened to him. But it all helped to further God's plan, not only for his life, but for the world. And of course, through Joseph's ability to interpret dreams, he was able to save really so many people, so many hundreds of thousands of people from famine, including his own family who had sold him into slavery. And that's, we all know the story, but this is exactly what Pharaoh said about Joseph. He basically made him the number two guy in all of Egypt. He said, go to Joseph and do whatever he tells you. Go to Joseph, do whatever he tells you. Ite ad Joseph in Latin. And so we, we'll talk about that a little bit more if we have time, but that's a really, really good thing to remember, that we can go to the New Covenant Joseph and we can ask him for help about just about anything. And, and just like the Old Covenant Joseph, too, here's what it says in Psalm 105, verse 21, about the patriarch Joseph. Of course, Pharaoh made him lord of the household, prince over all his possessions. That's what it says in Psalm 105 verse 21 there's also a litany of saint joseph the new covenant saint joseph and i believe you patrick alog who's taking calls you can uh, let me know i i believe that is in the prayer section on the relevant radio app the litany of saint joseph it's a good prayer to pray especially on this feast day and that's a title that is used of the new covenant saint joseph as well that he is lord of the household the household of god the church prince over all his possessions And of course, the greatest treasures, the greatest possessions uh, that were in the world were Our Lady, Our Lord, uh, innocence itself, Our Lord Jesus. And so he had the the awesome task of protecting the Holy Family. And so we can ask him for help about just about anything. So what's the second thing that we should do? We should ask him, and this is a good challenge, to ask him for something It's kind of a stretch that you might think might be a stretch, a challenging answer to prayer, a challenging intercession. So here's um, here's what Scott Smith says about this. Here's some possible things that we can ask him for, really good ideas. We can ask him to 
break an addiction. Maybe you are struggling with an addiction in life and it's persistent. You can't get rid of it. You've tried, you've prayed, and sometimes these things take time, But or maybe a sin, a besetting sin that, that has been something that you really couldn't break free from for years. Or maybe it's something like that in the life of a loved one, a friend. Call on St. Joseph. And, and maybe this has happened in your life. Maybe you've been set free through the intercession of St. Joseph. I want to hear about this. 888-914-9149 is the number to call. 888-914-9149. Here's another thing you can ask St. Joseph for. For the conversion of someone who's close to you. Maybe it's a wayward child. Maybe it is a spouse. Maybe it is a friend, a coworker, one of your parents, maybe. You can ask him to make that conversion happen, to just through the touch of grace, just to intercede for this other person. And so that's something else you can, you can pray for. Maybe that's happened in your life. Maybe St. Joseph has helped you to convert or help somebody else in your life to convert. 888-914-9149. You can tell me the story. What about your own family? Because if you're in the position of providing for your family and maybe you've had some trouble make, making ends meet, you can ask St. Joseph for help. You really can. And, and he can come through for you and he will come through for you. And, and yeah, he may have been involved in the construction of a lot of different things, uh, houses perhaps. Maybe your house is falling apart at the seams, m metaphorically speaking. Maybe things are not great in your home. You can ask him uh, that the peace of God would return uh, to your home situation. That's something that you can certainly ask him for. So that's that's the second thing that you can do. And then the third thing you can do is you can challenge somebody else to ask St. Joseph for something that's kind of out there, something that's a bit of a stretch, something that takes a lot of faith, so once again, the three things you can do is, number one, you've got to ask. This is his feast day. It's a great time to ask. Number two, ask him for something challenging, maybe something that is a little bit out of the ordinary. And then number three, challenge somebody else to do exactly that. And here's, here's a great, great little anecdote about this. Speaking of St. Teresa of Avila, who did so much, so, so much to, to spread devotion to St. Joseph. Scott Smith says that St. Teresa would not only challenge her friends, she would not only challenge fellow Catholics to trust more in, in the intercession of St. Joseph, but she would also challenge fellow saints. Think about this. These are people who, now obviously they weren't canonized at the time, but she had a lot of friends who were pretty holy as well. One of them was St. John of the Cross, who was one of her best friends. They corresponded a lot and St. John of the Cross, he, he didn't get it. He, he just did not get this whole idea of devotion to St. Joseph. He just, I don't know, man, it's not for me. She said, well, the proof of the pudding is in the eating, right? That's essentially what she said. She challenged him. She challenged St. John of the Cross to ask St. Joseph for something that was like a tremendous grace on his feast day. And he said, all right, I'll take you up on that challenge. And so he, he did, and his prayer was answered. And he became, from that moment on, he became completely uh, just sold on this devotion to St. Joseph. Now, I don't know what he asked for. No, I don't think anybody really does. So unless you're, a, maybe you're listening to the show today and you're a historian of, of, of the life of St. John of the Cross, you might know, but I don't really know and nobody seems to know what he asked for. But he, whatever it was, 
he got an answer to his prayer. And that's why St. Teresa of Avila kept saying, you've got to go to Joseph. He'll never, never let you down. So it's a great thing to do, to challenge friends, challenge family members, and even challenge non-Catholic Christians. And obviously we, we, have, we have trouble sometimes uh, convincing them about true devotion to Mary because a lot of them are pretty skeptical. They think that if we, have, uh, if we ask for the intercession of Our Lady, this somehow detracts from our Lord. No, because any true devotion to Mary, of course, is going to lead us closer to the heart of Christ. As Mary said in the Gospel of John, of course, do whatever he tells you at the wedding feast of Cana. And even as you, you, you know the story full well, that St. John Paul II, when he was a young man, when he was a young seminarian in the underground seminary in Poland, that's something he struggled with. He thought, I don't know, man, some of this Marian devotion stuff, it seems like it's not Christocentric, like Christ is not the center of it. And then he, of course, discovered this book, True Devotion to Mary by St. Louis Marie de Montfort, and that really transformed the way he looked at it. So we can all grow in this, and the same is true when it comes to St. Joseph, and sometimes for our non-Catholic Christian friends, we can say, hey, why not give it a shot? You've got nothing to lose. Ask him to pray for you. Ask him to pray for you. Well, what prayer should you pray? There's so many great prayers to St. Joseph, but one of the prayers that you can use is what's called the Memorare to St. Joseph. The memorare, Just like there's a Memorare to Our Lady, there is a Memorare prayer to St. Joseph, and it's very, very similar in language. And here's what it is, and you can look this up online, but the prayer is basically this. Remember, O most chaste spouse of the Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who implored your help and sought your intercession ever left unassisted full of confidence in your power i fly unto you and beg your protection despise not o guardian of the redeemer my humble supplication but in your bounty hear and answer me amen so that's a great great prayer the memorare to saint joseph all right i want to take some of your phone calls now triple eight nine one four Nine one four nine. We'll be right back. I'm going to take a quick break first, but we'll be right back with your calls. So if you're on the line, please hang on. I will get to you right after this. If you want to call in, got a couple lines open. Triple eight nine one four nine one four nine. They're going fast. Grab them while you can. Eight 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 nine one four nine one four nine. We'll be right back on the Kale Clark Show. Helping you keep your mind off traffic and on the more important things in life. It's Kale Clark on Relevant Radio. Hey, welcome back to the program. It's the Feast of St. Joseph. He's the head of Relevant Radio, patron of the Universal Church, and we need to ask for his intercession. I want to hear how it's worked out for you in the past, the answers to prayer. St. Teresa of Avila said he never failed to answer my prayer. 888 888-914-9149. 888-914-9149. Let's go to the phones right now. Let's go to Raina in Davenport, in Davenport, Iowa. Excuse me. Hi, Raina. How you doing? Hey, good. How are you, Kyle? I'm well. I'm well. Thanks for calling in. What's your uh, What's your St. Joseph story? You know, it's an awesome story, and I'm not going to cry at the end of it because it's a joyful story. Mm. Uh, my dad has been an alcoholic for many, many, many years, and my mother was in church on March 19th, which is the Feast of St. Joseph. Mm-hmm. So after Mass, basically she was praying her heart out for dad to quit drinking well unbeknownst to her he was at the bottom of the steps of aa and he was praying to saint joseph to give him strength to get up them steps to go to aa and get help and 
he didn't realize that the feast of St. Joseph was March 19th. Hmm. So he came home late, late that night and mom was in the basement folding laundry and he came down the steps and said, Ruth, I have something to tell you. I'm so sorry. I am an alcoholic. And he admitted it. And um, he said he went to AA and he prayed to St. Joseph. And of course, mom's crying. My sister's crying. Um, and she's like, Sherm, do you know what today is? And he's like, no. And he's like, it's the feast of St. Joseph. So my dad has been alcohol free for the last 22 years now. So it was an amazing story and how he was praying to St. Joseph at the bottom of the steps to give him strength. And mom is in church at the same time praying for St. Joseph to help dad. So, um, I don't think that's a coincidence. (laughs) Yeah, I think, uh, no, I think, uh, like you said, the prayers of St. Joseph really do help families. And um, I believe in it, too. So I know there is a prayer to St. Joseph that you can say for like nine mornings mm, straight, okay. like a novena to St. Joseph. And yep. it has, yeah, and it's never been known to fail. So, but I just want to share that story with you guys and the oh, listeners. So, oh, that is really so encouraging. That, that, that just gives me the chills, Raina. That's, that's a real miracle moment. I'm so glad that you shared that here on Relevant Radio. So, so beautiful. At the on, at the same time, your mom was praying on the Feast of St. Joseph. He's there at the bottom of the stairs asking St. Joseph for the grace to go up those stairs, go to that meeting, and, and, and wow, he, he, ha- he received that strength. And that's such a beautiful, beautiful story. I'm so glad that you called in. I'm so glad that that's going to that's gonna help a lot of listeners right now because I'm, I'm sure there are a lot of people listening right now who are struggling with exactly the same thing. And it's been... Very, very tough for a lot of people, especially over the last few years during the pandemic. And a lot of people have tried to self-soothe with, with other things, whether it's alcohol, whether it's drugs, whether it's uh, some sort of an unhealthy outlet. And so that's really uh, such a beautiful call. Thank you, Raina. And, and God bless you on, on this Feast of St. Joseph. I'm so glad that you picked up the phone and called in. That's that's amazing. Call back anytime. You can call in too, 888 Nine one four nine. Let's go now to Nestor, who's in La Puente, California. Hi, Nestor. Hi. Thirteen years ago, I was really sick, and they couldn't find out what was wrong with me. And I was at the hospital for about thirty-three days, and my mom's like, "St. Joseph, if you find what's wrong with my son, then I will. Um, me and my son will go to Mexico to my hometown, and we will walk through the Cathedral of St. Joseph, oh, kneeling wow. down from the." beginning cute all the way to the altar and so um they found out that i was mentally ill that i had bipolar and then okay. so then they gave me treatment for it and they did x-rays KUB, uh i mean um ct scans and MRI, mm-hmm. and they finally gave me a, a, the right dosage of medication and i was able to get on my way and so i did like seven years ago we flew to my mom's hometown and we mm-hmm. went in kneeling and um, that's a miracle that St. Joseph did for us Amen. 13 years ago. Hey, thank you so much for calling in, Esther. That's a really important call, too, because... And I'm, I'm really happy that, that in recent times, uh, people have been much more uh, understanding. I just think there's so much more knowledge out there about uh, people who are struggling with, with mental illness. And these are things a lot of people didn't want to admit, didn't want to talk about. 
uh, felt it was a sign of weakness to, to mention this. I have a really close friend who, who struggles with, uh, with mental illness, and he's, he's been through a lot. He's doing much, much better now, thanks be to God, but, but it is a real thing. And uh, even in the church, people struggle with this, and sometimes there is uh, a chemical imbalance. Sometimes medication can help. Sometimes it's something else, and, and that needs to be sorted through, and, and that takes wisdom. It takes skill, not only on, on the part of physicians, but also through pastoral care as well as spiritual direction. So, sometimes it is a spiritual issue, and sometimes it's not. And, um, hey, the, the, the brain is a part of our body, and, and sometimes it can, it can be sick too, just like uh, any other uh, part of us. So thank you so much for calling in, Esther. God bless you. On this feast of Saint Joseph, triple eight nine one four nine one four nine. You're listening to the Kale Clark Show on Relevant Radio. Love to take your call. Let's go to now, Katie. We're going to stay in California. We're going to go to the capital city of Sacramento. Hi, Katie. Hi, Kale. Um, I Saint Joseph is probably my favorite favorite saint ever. Um, I told your call screener it started when I was listening to Relevant Radio and Father Matthew Spencer had St. Mm. Joseph's Workshop on a couple yeah, of years ago. Right. And Loomis is not that far. That's where Father Spencer was. And so mm-hmm. I was actually inspired to go to my first confession after 20 years. Wow. Um, a lot of things. Yeah, a lot of things to confess at that point. But I don't think I wouldn't have felt able to do it because I, I spent a lot of time with goats. And that's all I'll say on that issue <laughs> instead of the sheep. Um, so that was one. And then in 2018, my husband and I had been having problems communicating. He was talking about divorce and I was having terrible dreams, nightmares, some Mm. involving demons and relevant radio. I'm a member of St. Joseph's, um, society for relevant radio donors. And that Christmas, the, um, the gift, thank you gift was a blessed St. Joseph medal. And I hung him up on our bed, and that was the last time my husband talked about divorce. It was literally the moment I hung that up. He never talked wow. about it since. That's powerful. Um, I've never had, yeah, I've never had dreams involving demons or anything like that ever since. Mm. Um, and one of the last things, which was really kind of cool, um, right before the pandemic, I had been saying, "Gosh, you need to learn like." earn a little extra money. I love my job. I really get to influence children in a positive way, but it's just, it's not quite enough money. And my boss had called and said, you know, I think we're going to up your um, pay in your area. Um, and of course the pandemic happened. So everybody got laid off. But then when I came back to the same job, I was rehired at double what the raise was. Supposed oh, to be. wow. And I totally, totally credit St. Joseph for that. Um, cause I had been, I had been doing the, um, novena asking, you know, I'm like, if this is the job I'm supposed to have, I got to make more money. So, um, yeah, I mean, there's just, there's really nothing that he hasn't done through <laughs> his intercession to help me out. So, and my family. Katie, that, that is such a powerful call. I mean, you really, your life really exemplifies what St. Teresa of Avila was talking about when she said, I, he's never let me down. He's never not answered uh, a prayer through his intercession, and and that's some that's some stuff that Saint Joseph is really known for. The things that you were mentioning, of course, uh, family life, your relationship with your husband, uh, talking about these dreams that you had, Katie. Saint Joseph, of course, one of the things that he's one of his names is uh, one of his titles is really the Terror of Demons. Uh, demons are terrified of Saint Joseph, and of course, he protected 
uh, the Holy Family from the evil one and for all, from all those who are in league with the evil one like Herod uh, during that flight to Egypt. And speaking of dreams, by the way, another thing that, that's really, really good to, to know about this, and some of you guys know very well that Pope Francis, this, this became quite, quite popular soon after he was elected Pope. Of course, uh, it was uh, just over 10 years ago. He just celebrated the uh, 10-year anniversary of his uh, election as pontiff. But one of his personal devotions that really kind of got out there was his devotion to the sleeping St. Joseph. Because we know that St. Joseph himself had dreams, and this is how God directed him. And when Pope Francis went to the Philippines in 2015, he said this, quote, I have great love for St. Joseph because he is a man of silence and strength. That's true. There's no quotation from St. Joseph in the New Testament. And the Pope went on to say, on my table, I have an image of St. Joseph sleeping. And this is actually a statue of St. Joseph sleeping. Even when he is asleep, he is taking care of the church. End of quote. So what he used to do was tell people to, if you've got something that's bothering you, if you've got a vexing problem, if you've got a prayer request, make a note to St. Joseph, write it down and stick that piece of paper or whatever under the statue of St. Joseph and just leave it with him. Leave it with him, go to bed. And it's a little bit like what another uh, pope used to say, of course, Pope John XXIII, who convened uh, the Second Vatican Council. He used to say before bed, and you can imagine the problems that a pope has to deal with on a day-to-day basis. He said, Lord, this is your church. I'm not going to worry about it. I'm giving this to you. I'm going to bed. (laughs) And so this idea of giving things to St. Joseph uh, through his intercession is really great as well. Uh, Pope Francis also said this. He said, Joseph's rest revealed God's will to him. In this moment of rest in the Lord, as we pause from our many daily obligations and activities, God is also speaking to us. That's important, too, that this idea of rest is a way that God ministers to us and can speak to us, not just when we sleep, but also um, through other times of rest and and, and recreation with our families, as, as hopefully we're able to do when we're not at work. And then he also, just one, one last thing that he said in the Philippines in 2015, Pope Francis, he said, but like St. Joseph, once we have heard God's voice, we must rise from our slumber. We must get up and act. And, and he was definitely someone who acted. Once he knew what God's will was very clearly, he acted on it. He did it. And so maybe you've seen these little statues of St. Joseph. They've become quite popular ever since uh, Pope Francis kind of popularized it, and uh, I know people that have them, and they, my, my father-in-law got one, and he, yeah, he does that. He sticks his prayer requests under the statue. He's got a big pile now, and he just kind of leaves it there uh, and asks St. Joseph to pray for him, and you can as well. Let's go back to the phones right now. Let's go to Patricia. Lovely name, Patricia. That's my wife's name in Austin, Texas. Hey, Patricia. Thanks for taking my call. How are you? I'm great. I'm great, and happy belated Name day, of course, Feast of St. Patrick, Patricia. Yeah, uh, it was last week. Thank yeah, you so, so much. Yeah, <laughs> you're welcome. Thank you. Um, I wanted to share that 20 years ago when we moved to Texas, we moved here for my husband's job from another state, hmm. and they closed uh, when the kids and I got here six months later. Oh, man. So I prayed, yeah, one of us, I was, I was, you know, applying for jobs, but I was, we weren't counting on mine, you know, and, um, we, I prayed to St. Joseph and to find a job for my husband and for myself. My kids are school age, so uh, he found both of us jobs. I got a job the next day. The next he, day? My husband got a job the next day. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> very next day. 
Not kidding you. And then um, my husband got a job very shortly after. And then um, now my husband, the company's worked for closed. So he needs a job again 20 years later. And um, I'm trusting St. Joseph to provide for us again. And because he he listens to our prayers. He, He does. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. So, so what's your husband's name, Patricia? Michael. Michael. All right, I'm going to pray for Michael as well. I'm going to add that to my uh, to my intentions. Well, that's that's an incredible, incredible testimony right there. And so, and I think one of the great things about that is, and I always advise people keep a prayer journal. If you're not in the habit of that, you got to write down. I mean, and, and obviously, if it's something big, you know, we, we do remember it, of course. But even the little things that we pray for, we sometimes forget. And when we look back, we say, oh, man, that prayer was answered, whether it's through the intercession of St. Joseph or another saint. Uh, prayers do get answered. They always have an answer. And uh, such beautiful, beautiful testimonies from uh, all of you guys calling in tonight. Uh, thank you, Patricia, listening in Austin, Texas. We get a lot of calls from Austin, Texas. It's a real hotbed of activity here for Relevant Radio. Well, what a great hour it has been. And hopefully it's a, a fitting tribute to the great, the greatness of St. Joseph and, and, and how, how much we can learn from him, uh, how much we should be trusting him more and more to intercede for us. So again, take advantage of this day. Try to ask for his intercession. Ask for something that may be a little bit of a stretch. And it'll, it'll be a faith-building experience for you. And again, ask somebody else to do the same. It's a great way to share your faith. And that's what we're all about here on Relevant Radio, bringing Christ to the world through the media. I'm Cale Clark. Jim Schaefer produced today. Patrick Alog took your phone calls. Stay tuned for Timory and Father Rocky with the Family Rosary. Take it away, Michaela. Thank you for listening to my daddy. <laughs>